Afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 1079 sliding in. For a moment there, I thought it was going to be the Chuck and Dead Air show. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's how it normally is. <laughs> oh, okay. I resemble that remark. Eh? What happened to this chair? Oh, there we go. You don't like put the chair. You don't like Whoa. how I do the uh, camera stand. No, the, the chair just didn't want to... Uh, take a shot at me right when you come on. No cooperation. The chair was non-cooperative. Because I like it a little higher. You well, like I know, it lower. And I, and I get that, but it, it, it didn't feel like it wanted to go down. It felt like it was teetering here and was just going to hang up there. And I'm always nervous about a chair when it's got one of those poles that go up and down on it. I've seen those videos before where the... Yeah. Thing breaks right through there, and no, yeah, I don't want that. Nope, I don't want to get no, thrown out of a chair number no. one. But I don't want the chair being that cozy with me either. I'm with you, buddy. Anyway, it's a uh, rather warm Thursday afternoon. I spent most of this day outside working in the yard. I was on the mower quite a bit this afternoon. I was weeding, carrying mulch bags of mulch out. You should do that in the mornings. Well, I start. I started in the morning. Yeah, it's too hot in the day to do but it right weeding, now. it's hard to weed. I know. Roundup, my friend. I don't I don't like to put chemicals on stuff. I I'm do. not a big chemicals guy. Oh, gas of weed, not worry about it. Oh, I found a little snake today when I was out Is there. It? Yeah, see, that's the other thing. I don't want to kill the the flora and the fauna that's around. That's that's How about the snake? Do you want to kill the yeah, snake? No, I was no, no, no. He was he was a harmless little guy. He's, was he's he? probably eating crickets. Good for him. Yeah, no, I I don't want to I don't want to harm a little snake. He'd been in my yard. He'd been making the sound of crickets. <laughs> really? <laughs> Chirp right as I hit him with that shovel. That's a, a little bitty snake. He probably wasn't eight inches, ten Did inches. Did he have a diamond head? No, a little grass snake. Oh, well, then fine. That's what I'm saying. If it was, was a green, was it uh, green? No, it was black. A little black racer. Yeah, no. If it was, if it had a no, if it was venomous. Yeah. No, that, well, them uh, little ones are. They, yeah, they don't know to regulate. Yeah, no, he, he would have been. I had a rake with me. I'd have smacked him with the back of that rake. Yeah, but no, I, and and no, I, but I don't want to. I don't want to kill animals randomly. No, actually, a venomous snake. I don't think I'll it was. kill a out of that. But yeah. uh, a regular little guy a, like that. A venomous or a cold snake. <laughs> if they're cold, it's hard for me to determine the shape of their head. Well, I mean. If they're a little bitty and you just kind of surprised them, yeah. and they're coiled and they're not rattling, then I'm. That's usually all right. Yeah. I didn't know your snake parameters. Well, I'm, I'm not a fan. Let's yeah. do that. I'm not a big fan of the uh, the snake. I I watched a video this morning. Guy had uh, had six. He hybrid bred pythons. What's the point of that? And so he was like taken python a which was like a reticulated python 
and Python B, which was like a banana python. See, that just sounds like some Jurassic Park bull yes. to me. And then was why are we why are we creating something that can harm people? Well, no, no, they're no, they're not harmful. Well, they they're, squeeze the crap out of you, won't they? Well, the the original ones, the articulated pythons, yes, they'll they'll squeeze you up. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you breed them with a different color one, like a banana python. You're not making some. You know, uh, freakish, if weird. We're making something. No, it's it's. They're can, in the Python family. You're just getting different markings and colorings. That's all that was. But I, I quite fascinated watching this uh, this guy's video, and and it's like 50 weeks, no, 50 days, 50 50 days, 55 days, for a snake egg to be laid and for the snakes to pop out of the egg. And he was pretty good about uh, showing the. Uh, see, I watched Indiana Jones the other day. I got. Oh no, no! See, that's a, that'll terrify you. Yeah. Him falling down in that thing. With, yeah. oh, no, that's the different. That's a different world. Don't need any of that. That's nightmares. I don't know that the new one's got a bunch of snakes. I don't that. want any snakes. Yeah. Not like now. But I didn't mind the eggs. They, what were coming out were little bitty pythons. Well, they got no use for that. No right. use for that. Did you see where they're having bears over in uh, what? No, Louisiana over in bears. Uh, yeah, you know, black bears. I'm not surprised Louisiana. by that. I'm not surprised by black bears in the swamp. Well, no, I'm talking about North Louisiana. Really? Yeah. Well, there's you know there's there's black bears in Arkansas. Yeah. Well, they got some over in Louisiana right now. How far? Very active. What do you mean very? With all the rain, I'm wondering if the flooding that's happened lost, in Southern Arkansas. Confused. No, well, it has has flushed them into you know drier. <laughs> what? Why environments they, why is it if they end up in louisiana they've been flushed <laughs> they're flushed out of arkansas down in louisiana <laughs> that only seem right oh quinn stanville's not listening to this he's a big lsu guy well, yeah the louisiana, I, like louisiana but I don't think y'all i was there yesterday i wouldn't i not i know i said the day before i was going we didn't talk about yesterday because we had uh rick in here rick minner no i went down to, to, to get some good lunch I went to Fuddruckers. It was all right. Fuddrucker. I like. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know there was any Fuddruckers still left. Down, down in the uh, by the boats. Really? Yeah. There's still Fuddruckers around. Yes. Get your old big old hamburger. No, they cooked it up. I mean, but do you get to put the stuff on it yourself? Yeah. Oh, Nowadays yeah. at Fuddruckers, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had the yeah all the they are available. The, yeah, they yeah. hand you the meat and bun, and you go over here and yeah. pick your lettuce and tomato all out. And well, I don't stack know. Stack it all that. up. No, I mean I ordered a, like a barbecued. Burger. So you didn't and get bacon put, and cheese on it already. I don't have the lettuce and tomato over here on the uh, side. I don't typically. Uh, you don't use any. Of that. I'm not. A, if I want a salad, I'll order a salad. Yeah, I, I don't want a salad you. on a burger. All that is lost on you. It's not lost. It's a burger. It had cheese. It had bacon. It had barbecue sauce. It had meat. Yeah. That's it. Have ketchup on it too. There? No, they put they barbecue sauce on it. I put ketchup on a barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce on a hamburger. Yes, it was quite tasty, actually. Well, I'm glad. So I had a nice lunch. You got to have it your way there. That's how I ordered Burger King. No, no, we almost a, did that. We we buy we we couldn't find it at first. We didn't realize we had to park down at the boats and then walk down in that uh, that strippy yeah. area down there, and it was dead about one thirty yesterday it was afternoon. Hot down there by the river, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it's hot everywhere. It's ninety five yeah, degrees. You go down there on a cool evening. It's time to be done. No, we were doing granny shopping, I told you. I know. She's looking for thread. (laughs) She's stupidest thing. We're going up to Branson this weekend. Well, why not? She's she's already starting to plot out where we're stopping for thread. We got a place in Conway, apparently. We're going to a sewing place on the way up. You're going to Branson this weekend? Yes. 
Jeez, I've fended that off all these years. Why? Because I'm not old yet. I'm not officially old. It's not When old. I get to be 65, oh. when I start drawing my Social Security, I'll, I'll take my first you check. Public education, you won't get any Social Security. Oh, I get a little bit. All right. After the offset, I get a little bit every month. All right. And I'm going to take my first check and go to Branson. You should. Go to Soji Tabushi's bathroom. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think we're going to one of those uh, Chinese uh, acrobat shows. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, it is you, actually You're going cool. to Branson this weekend. Yeah. Must be leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Must be great you don't have that Friday afternoon gig anymore. It's all right. I'd come back on Monday. It didn't make any difference. <laughs> I don't have a Monday morning gig. Yeah. That's Some you. you just get to come and go as you please. Yeah, you're darn right. <laughs> Russ was working. By the way, isn't today Thursday? Yes. Isn't it supposed to be a three for Thursday day? Oh, they're right here, my friend. Really? You were working that when I walked in, weren't you? Well, I forgot. No, no, no. I, I was getting a stat. A stat? So yeah, what, are you Jason Boston? No, but I, I thought for the story of this individual, a stat would be uh, nice to have. So really? I was looking up a stat. Three for Thursday. I've been looking forward to that for the last uh, about 10 minutes. I'm taking a... <laughs> so you thought about it. You go, oh, you're driving. Oh, we got that lane three for Thursday thing. I can still summer. Till summer. We're having three for Thursday. Summer's here till what, September? Hey, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, it's official. Autumn uh, doesn't start till September. Here, here's the deal. We're going older this week. We've gone with a lot of young people, up-and-comers. We did, huh? Yeah, we've had a lot of up-and-comers. Not guys on the radar yet. This week, we're going with guys barely have been on the radar or are off. (laughs) Way beneath the radar. (laughs) Richardson Funeral Home can help them out. Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) Maybe. maybe. We may need a concrete box for them. But no, I've got some different looks this week. I've been going young, obscure. I've been trying. This time, some names you know, but maybe you didn't know. Names I know, but didn't know. Yes. Well, you did that the other day. One of those guys was a name that I knew was uh, the, the Exum guy. Yeah. I knew him, but didn't really know yeah. him. Well, we're going to. Knew of him. We got three of those this week. Three people you should know, but you probably don't know yeah. as much about as you want. Yeah. All right. So you're, t- you're basically looking. We got to take the break you now. Take the break. I no, it's eleven after. It's eleven after right now. You're gonna if you start one now, you gotta have it done in a couple minutes. Well, that's possible. No, no, we'll take the break. It's eleven after. We'll do a quick timeout. We'll come back. By the way, I talked to uh, uh, Jacob Yowell today. Yeah, Texas High Baseball. He's coming on uh, Tuesday, five thirty. He'll be in studio with us. I talked to Cody Reese today. Hope he's not Tuesday at five thirty. No, 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 no. I was just talking to him. <laughs> Ask him what he's doing next year. Cody's going to be. Uh, He's kind of jump-started a coaching career up at U of A. He's going to basically go up there. I, I said, well, what if they need a safety or something? He said, eh. He said, every time I get on the field, I get hurt. <laughs> so, so he's going to do – He was the quarterback this year at Texas yeah, High. He's going to try to coach? Well, he's going to go up there. One of the former uh, Texas High coaches up there is going to kind of bring him in as a student uh, trainee. Okay. And as he goes to college up at UCA. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So That's gonna, worthy of having in. He's going to stay near the sport. Yeah. But well, he's too busy. He's working like two different jobs this summer. Too busy for us. Yeah. Come on. I'm just saying he's very busy. I, I ask him. All right. You know, and he's got to hang out with Borowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm not even. It's 12 after. We got another minute out of there before the, uh, the break. 12 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. 
Don't go anywhere. Three for Thursday. Coming back next. People you should know but probably don't. I don't know what that means. But we'll uh, do that when we return. Leaving the yard. You're on the fan. 1079. After five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Last show of the week for us in the afternoon. Well, we've got this uh, new deal. We don't have any theme music or anything for this, but it's. Uh, oh, don't get me started. It's like the old uh, summer replacement on TV. Remember, you used to have summer replacement series. Yeah. We're a limited summer, run. Limited run. Yeah, six, eight uh, yeah, episodes. Almost 26 weeks of Glenn Campbell, but hey. Why not? Eight to ten of those shows in the summer while the Smothers Brothers are off, that's fine. Oh, man, you're old. <laughs> wow. Anyway, anyway I've, I've got some some stuff here that we've been doing this summer, and I, uh, I just want to share with the people. First one, you actually uh, are the reason for this. Oh, this don't blame dedicated me. To you. Don't blame me. In, in fact, I know you know this one because he got a mention this week on this presentation. Rick Minner mentioned so many people. There's no way I can figure out. <laughs> but you inspired this one. Elias Diaz. Oh, yeah, the the, uh, the most valuable player of the All-Star. Yes. Yeah. There, we discussed the fact that neither one of us going into the game no. had a clue about. No idea. Elias Diaz. No idea. I thought, well, we've got to rectify that. We need to know who Elias I Diaz is. Einar Diaz. I think I knew an Einar Diaz. Really? Yeah. Maybe well, he played for Cleveland. Well, this is Elias. All right. Maybe they're related. All right. How would you think Elias is? Um, if I'm remembering the story, I think he was like first-time All-Star in his 30s. Yeah. 32. Yeah. So uh, he's well-traveled. <laughs> well, sure. Came all the way to our country from Venezuela. Okay. Venezuela. All right. Uh, Where was that again? Venezuela. All right, very nice. Yeah. He, uh, he signed with the Pirates, and he's he's bounced around. He's have catchers mitt, will travel. You were okay. And All so right. his career stats, he's a two forty eight hitter. Okay, so Hall of Famer. No. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, he's hitting two seventy seven. Wow. 45 RBIs. Okay. 766, 767 OPS. Of course, it's Colorado. Yes. Which, you know, if looking back at his every year performance, yes. they probably don't match this. No, no, no. Yeah. This is his yeah. career year. But he's the first Colorado Rocky catcher to ever get mm-hmm. on an all-star team. That I would not have ever guessed. The first Colorado Rocky to ever win the MVP in an all-star game. That I would never have guessed. And so uh, it, it's an interesting story. This past offseason, he signed a three-year, $14.5 million contract. 
So I think the term for Elias Diaz is he's a serviceable professional baseball catcher. I wonder if he had any bonus for all-star appearance slash MVP. But uh, he was basically the last man on the all-star team because he was the third catcher. You got to have, A, three catchers going in the game. You would think. And, B, every team needs a representative. (laughs) He was the representative from Colorado. Yes. Ooh. (laughs) So he's the last man on board, I think. I didn't – See, Ooh. the last man on board. So basically, uh, he goes in and he, he tells, uh, I'm trying to think, who, who was the skipper? Uh, was it Bud Black? No, not Bud Black. Who was the skipper for? The you know? NL? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, he tells them, he tells them, I'll, I'll do anything you need me to do. You know, I'm here. I'm happy. He said, well, I'm, we'll try to get you in that bat. Okay. We'll, you know, we'll try to get sure. you in that bat. Yeah, why not? Get you up there and take a cat. Yeah. Well, not only does he get in that bat. He hits a two-run dinger off old Batista, who's, yes. who's a stud, the Orioles closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, and looked really good when he started that inning. Yeah. yeah. He Until was uh, Diaz took yeah. him yard. Got a, got a hold of a split finger on him and uh, went yard. So uh, that's, that's a great story. A guy who's been around, never been a star, never been an all-star, certainly. And uh, he has a moment. See, that to me is... I'm torn on this. I'm I'm torn on every team needs a representative at the All Star yes. game. I, I I sometimes I think about that and go, you know, that's pretty stupid. You got a bad team, Oakland, for instance. Yeah, Oakland's horrid. Yeah, their mascot was actually. Yeah, the well, I that probably got booed too. <laughs> Up in Seattle, they probably booed the mascot for that. I, but I'm just saying, you look at some of these teams, Kansas City, and I know their catchers had a really nice career. Yeah. Sure, you give them a spot just because. But I don't know. So I would have been a guy who would have said, no, it should just be the best players. Yeah, of course you would. And then you get a guy like this that hits one. Yeah. And then it makes me rethink and go, you know what? Great. It's a great feel-good story. Yes. If they didn't have one from every team, that moment wouldn't have happened. So then I kind of go... Maybe. This probably be the greatest moment of Elias Davis. Oh, no question. Career. I bet you... I'll bet you this. I'll throw this easy wager out there. I'll bet you since the All-Star game and his home run Tuesday night, his name's been mentioned more. Talk radio, ESPN television, you name it, than his entire career. Yes, if if we had one of those search engines that told you how many times prior to Tuesday night and how many times after Tuesday night yeah. someone's typed in his name. He's getting his 15 minutes. He's getting his 15 minutes. Yes, which is cool. Not only that, he's one of three for Thursday. <laughs> I bet he didn't realize when he woke up Tuesday <laughs> the week was going to highlight Thursday in Texarkana. No, he hadn't. Thursday. He was about to enter into a level that very few game players have ever got to. I bet you're right. All Somebody right. should make sure he hears this. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> Another one. All right, second uh, person. Second person. Another one you ought to know, but maybe not. It's been around a little bit. Sep Straka. Uh, yeah. Golfer? Very good. Yes. Actually, showed up this weekend a little, didn't he? Well, he won the yeah. John Deere Classic. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> I wouldn't have watched that He's, ever, but okay. You can add him to a list of great champions. Of the John Deere, <laughs> who won the green tractor. 
You get a tractor, I wonder if you win that. I don't think so. That stinks. If you're yeah. John Deere and you're a sponsor, you ought to be giving up a tractor. Yeah. His real name is Joseph, not Joseph. It's that J-O-S-E-F. Uh, yeah, E-P-H, Joseph. But it, wait, wait, wait. J-O-S-E-P-H? That's yeah. Joseph. But he's Australian. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Oh. He's from down under. You're familiar with those folks, aren't you? Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yes. So, I got a wombat all over my feet. I think down there they just call them Joey's. <laughs> I'm sure, or is it Yoey's? <laughs> but anyway, Joey, uh, Sepp Straka. Uh, so how do you get Sepp? Right, if, it's, if it's Yosef, Yosef. how do get Sepp out of Yosef? Yosef? I thought you said his name was Yosef. I think so. So I got Sepp Yosef. out of that. I don't oh, know. brother. Either way, he's 30. Okay, happy birthday. Former uh, Corn Ferry guy. Do what? He was on the Corn Ferry Tour. What does that mean? Well, he had... Corn Ferry Tour? You don't know the Corn Ferry Tour? No. Oh, my gosh. You got to get with it. Corn Ferry? Yeah. Spell fairy. F-E-R-R-Y. What's Why Corn Ferry? K-O-R-N. Corn Ferry Tour. Google it, my friend. What is a Corn Ferry? That is the new... Uh, not new. Remember when we used to have the Nike event well, sure. here in Tuscany? Yes. Now it's Corn Ferry Tour. What's Corn Ferry? It's, it's a it's company. It's a product? It's a company. They yeah. make what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you figure that out on your own. Oh, right? this is... Uh, Wait, all right, I'll look at the break. I'm not going to look now because I don't want my reaction to go over the air right. in case it's bad. Why would they be sponsoring a golf thing if it was bad? You don't I've, know what it is. I've, I've looked at it before. You have? Uh, yeah. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> but I've looked at it. All right. Uh, this is an old-style golfer. This guy's got a big old gut on him. He's, he goes 235. You know, the tour today is a bunch of lean guys. Well, sure. The, Tiger did this to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah this, you're talking about of... Craig Stadler-looking guy. Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Could be for supper. <laughs> and he ain't late. Anyway, 235. Um, 235 is a big guy. He's a big guy. Big roly-poly. But guess what? He's got a gorgeous, skinny, blonde-haired wife. Because he's okay. a golfer. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, because he's a golfer? Have you seen the PGA wives? I don't really, like, peruse the wives of golfers. They go down and uh, get them at the Barbie store. All no, the... they're not all that way. A lot of these guys met these women while they were in school together yeah. and have been their childhood sweethearts. Yes. They aren't models. They're just nice women. Ask Kevin Carpenter about this. Kevin. Well, Kevin he, plays he researches Yeah, there. no, he's in a different <laughs> world than you and I. Anyway, uh, this was his second PGA win. Okay, congratulations. He actually Seth. won the Honda Classic a couple years ago, which is a pretty big turnaround. It's all about wheels. John Deere and the Honda. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the Mercedes Benz. You got to be all over that one. You would think. You'd think. But anyway, uh, Sepp has uh, had a big win the other day at the John Deere. And I, I just thought he. Deserved to be on. What did he shoot? How much did he win by? Uh, one day he shot like a 61 or 62. Wow. He started with 59 on the first day. He's pretty much led most of the tournament. Okay. So he had, had a big week All right. for Sepp. <laughs> Sepp. Whatever. All right. We got time for one more? Let's go ahead. Mercifully, yes. All right. All right. Thurman Clyde Greer. Thurman Clyde Greer. Got to have all three names. Yes. Thurman Clyde Greer. Yes. That one I couldn't tell you. Oh, you could. 
I could. Because in Arlington. You go by another name? Rusty. That's Rusty Greer. Yes. Rusty. Rusty. Good old Rusty Greer, one of the all-time favorites among Ranger fans. Oh, yeah. No, he's a Ranger legend. Uh, um, you know, he had 305 for his career. Really? Nice little stat. That's a surprising stat. I would have thought him a 280 kind of guy. Yeah. Had 119 dingers, 614 RBIs. Not a bad How many career. years did he play? I don't know, a dozen years, something like that. Yeah, 10, 11. All right, that's a good career. That's, that's a solid career. He, But, you know, he wasn't great. No. But he's kind of like, I don't know why fans gravitated toward him, toward him. Maybe because he wasn't a superstar, but he was a really hard-nosed, hard-playing guy. Yeah. Dirt baller yeah. down again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, I think his most famous moment as a Ranger, he saved Kenny Rogers' perfect game with a diving catch. Yeah. I, I don't know That'll, if you remember that, that. That will make you be yeah. a fan favorite, yes, and a Kenny Rogers favorite. So anyway, he's got a net worth of like $4 million. He's not on the street or anything. Yeah. I think he had career earnings of like maybe 15 a net worth of like 4 But he accepted a new job this week. I saw this. Yeah. He's the new head baseball coach at uh, Fort Worth Christian High School up in Fort Worth. All right. And now he'd been working like he'd worked with Texas Wesleyan right. for a year, and I think he worked at another college. But uh, he's going to be the head man now. So, uh, Rusty Greer. Remember years ago when we called a ball game and, like, Danny Darwin was in the dugout yeah, for yeah. Bonham or somebody? Yeah. yeah that PG was playing. So yeah. These guys resurface every so often. You know, and I like that. I like he stuck around. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? He's 53 or 54. I think maybe 54. I wouldn't have thought of that old either. Yeah. But uh, it's very cool, though. And I appreciate the guys who the college baseball gigs are hard to get. Yeah. Those guys don't leave very often unless they screw up. High school jobs, there are a lot of them. They probably have a lot more turnover than we think. And for guys like a Rusty Greer to well, want to bounce back in there and try. And try private school's perfect because yeah. he's probably not hurting for money if he invested well. If he's got a $4 million net worth. And, that by itself is fine. Yeah. And he can, you know, those private jobs don't pay as well typically. But you don't have the teaching responsibilities that yeah. he would at a public. So this is a, should be a good fit. And probably most of these guys don't know Rusty Greer a whole lot that are playing for him. But their parents will. And so that's cool. Do you think there's a lot of cred for kids when they, you, you, you tell them, yeah, we hired a new coach for you today. He's going to meet you tomorrow. Rusty Greer's your new head coach. Well, most think, of them go, huh? I think if you Google him. And you see 305, 119, and 614? Yeah. I think it does. I think it says, hey, he made the show, and he didn't just make the show. He hung around for a decade. and What's, put he, up been, what's he been doing? Has he been coaching at all? Uh, well, he's been working at some colleges, what okay, I've seen Okay, but he hasn't been a head coach in no, place. This no. is his first head gig. That's what it, my little research yeah. has told me. I wonder, so. if he's, I wonder if this is a springboard, if he's trying to get himself into a college job. It sounds more to me like he just... Looking for something to do. Yeah. Looking for something to do. He wouldn't be around the game. This way you're around the game. Can't say I blame him. I actually knew all three people today. You did. Is there a prize? You can have the sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Where I'm yeah, that's all. Three for Thursday, on. All right. That's all for three for Thursday. It's 530. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Zang of the Professor here on the fan 1079. <laughs> 
All righty, welcome back. We got uh, 25 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Can I, can I give everybody a heads up about a big event this weekend? Oh, I love a good heads up. You know, we have a lot of things going on in Tushkan all year round. And, and our convention centers in particular are Hop always it. hosting things. Yeah, We've got coin shows, fishing tournaments weighing in over there, you know... Uh, Gun show here Gun and there. Gun show here and there. We, we always, uh, the old Chamber of Commerce keeps it hopping around here. You yeah. got to give both sides of town credit. Well, Are this. You trying to get a job with them? No, no, no. You're, no. you're working them pretty good there. No, this Saturday. Well, right. actually, starting tomorrow at 2 o'clock through Sunday at 5 o'clock. Okay. Three day event down at the Texarkana, Texas side right. Convention Center. We're having a hot tub and swim spa expo. Really? Yeah. So uh, really, I'm thinking it's free admission, free parking. I'm thinking about putting the swimsuit on. No, don't. Getting the beach towel. No, don't. Flip flops. Nobody wants that. They said they're gonna have over 30 hot tubs in there. Not for use, I'm sure. Hell, they don't want you tainting up there. Somebody's gonna have to defunkify that thing after you've been in it. You don't get to test drive. I would think not. I hope not. Well, you know, I say that. <laughs> Isn't that the uh, whole point of the it, expo? Is this the kind of a deal? What is expo short for? Exposition. Oh. What do you think it was? Expo. No. <laughs> is this the kind of deal? Now, we went to a card show there a few years ago. Yeah. And there were a lot of vendors showing off their wares. Yeah, that's what I was planning on doing. Now, you don't need to be showing off your wares. You're not a vendor. You need to keep wearing your wares. I'm wondering if they're going to have... Vendor, uh, offender. <laughs> no. I'm wondering if they're going to have, uh, you know, folks demonstrating who are more attractive than you are. Well, what's the deal? I'm the prime no, candidate. No, Some old no, fart. No, no, no. Shirtless. No, 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 no. Do they have remotes no. on those? I no. hope so. Yeah, or do you have to go in and still push the button? I don't know. I don't own a hot tub. I don't either, but I'm thinking, you You're know. You're not needing a hot tub. You're wrinkled enough. Life. You don't need more wrinkles. You know. Three-speed. Hot tub exposition, huh? Yeah, three-speed. You know. Slow, medium, and don't need a man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. I'm, just, I'm not party this to this. Week, I'm glad I'm in this week. Nope. Hot Tub Expo. That's not bad. That's not a bad deal. How do you gauge a hot tub? Like, that's a good one or a not-so-good one. You just look at one and go, ah, that's a good brandy hot tub right there. I don't know what a good or bad brand of hot tub how is. how pulsating it well, that's is. That's what I'm saying, but how do you know? If, you're, if it's not really how do you know? bringing it, I don't think that's a good hot tub. Yeah. I don't know what that whole thing was you just did, by the way. Hot tub, bring it. I don't need all that. It's all about the power from the jet. All right. Got your jet. By the way, we didn't get to it yesterday because we had uh, Rick in here, but the uh, fact that the New York Jets are going to be the centerpiece of this year's uh, HBO Hard Knocks has folks on show. Power. Oh man, you get a rod. Oh, I thought it was Zach Wilson. <laughs> you get a rod in the uh, in the house. Everybody wants. I 
I thought they were going for the hot mamas. <laughs> Zach Wilson. That's an added benefit. <laughs> you see, you see uh, over there in the hot tub at the Jets training center, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Hey, Wilson. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not doing mom jokes. I'm just not. I'm just saying. I'm not doing mom jokes. Wilson. <laughs> it's funny, though. This it, Somewhere in there, the uh, the money from HBO convinced the Jets management, despite the fact that they had said early on they don't want any part of this, no way. that they're going to get a lot of this. We're getting a whole bunch of Aaron Rodgers, which I'm as a Packer fan, I'm I'm kind of dreading this because I think you're going to get this new happy. Almost back during the Danica years, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You got a fast car. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to get that Aaron Rodgers, as opposed to the surly, doesn't like anybody, won't talk to young receivers, Aaron Rodgers, that we saw the last couple of years. Hated his backup. Yeah, hated his backup. I'm saying that's going to be it's going to be dreadful to have to watch this because I'm quite sure. Aaron's going to show out for his new team of what a sweet guy he is. You think every episode will be introduced by Pat McAfee? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or if not introduced by it, Pat will have him on the next day to be able to talk about what he just did on the show the day before. I don't know about this. I get it, but I don't like it. You see, Pat was the uh, kind of opening act last night on the I didn't, I didn't watch the SBC. Yeah, he did some stand-up. Opened that thing up last night. I didn't. I didn't watch the. Took episodes. some cheap shots. Good. Yeah. Who do you hit? Uh, Skip Bayless hit Skip pretty hard. <laughs> you know, I'm not necessarily upset by that. <laughs> this is kind of like uh, like the uh, Larry Nasser getting shanked. I don't know. <laughs> you condone shank? Oh yeah, I wasn't upset by that either. Yeah. You're pro shank. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea. Yo, I was on you. You were gone that day. Oh, Chop and I were talking it up. Yes. <laughs> you and Chop with yeah. the shake. I was also in support oh, of shaking man. Larry Nasser. Yes. Wow. <laughs> but I'm okay with Skip getting uh, verbally abused. All right. Skip, I, I saw a piece today about uh, Skip trying to defend the fact that somebody, it may have been McAfee, I don't know, basically told him or said to him, about his unnatural love for the Cowboys and his defense of the indefensible Jerry Jones. Well, Skip has always chosen the most controversial side of any issue. When early on, he uh, he drew people in by being, you know, when he wrote God's Coach about Tom's Landry, Tom oh, Landry, which is very critical, well, that was like, talking about the Pope yeah, it's in, in Italy. And yes. so, uh, it sells books. Then. Yeah, but it sells books. Right. And, and Skip figured out early on to be a provocateur, and so Jerry's a provocateur, and so uh, no surprise that, that they uh, appreciate each other. And so, But, you know, Skip grew up in Oklahoma. The Cowboys were his team. Sure. No, I don't, I don't begrudge you defending your team. Yeah, I, I think he was by nature a Cowboys fan from yes. where he grew up. yes. And, and when he grew up, and so, uh, and I think having time on there with Stephen A. when oh, they yeah. started out, made that's a foil for yeah, the Eagles fan, right? Yeah. So, but McAfee took shots at him, huh? You know, I'm really surprised Skip has had the career he's had. 
Really? You know, he failed on the ticket. Uh, and he, why? Why did he fail there? For, <laughs> if he's all cowboy, was it? Is that just the place that you don't need to be undying love? You need to be some ridicule. He, and I read a lot of Skip early on when he was a writer for both the Morning News and uh, the Times Herald. He got caught up in the newspapers war. He got bought away from. Uh, the morning news and brought over to the Times Herald. They paired him with Blackie Sherrod. And, okay. uh, Skip was a way above average writer. He was, uh, maybe Rick Riley is good and articulate, a guy who could tell a story about uh, the world of sports. Okay. But it didn't translate to sports talk radio. And he was the morning drive time. Ooh. He was one of the original owners of the ticket. And uh, the rest of him bought him out quick. He just didn't fit in with the culture of the ticket, which was kind of a fraternal... Irreverency. Irreverent. Yeah. And that wasn't Skip. He wanted to be a, a thinking man, yeah. opinionated individual, and it just didn't trans. Same could be said for Chuck Cooperstein. Cooperstein didn't work either. Right. And those guys, both of them are you know, unbelievable with their knowledge yes. of sports. Oh, God, yeah. But uh, I'm really surprised Bayless, A, translated to TV so well and has had so much success. Well, again, the pairing with Stephen A was a perfect Yes. And, and at a time when Kornheiser and Wilbon were doing their thing, a little acerbic, but not too no. bad. A, a, you know, a little bit, but they were friendly and yes. it wasn't a thing. Stephen A and Bayless could be a little bit more let loose and Stephen A is the perfect irritant a guy who hates the Cowboys to make that marriage work perfectly I never thought Shannon and, and Skip no, was a were good a good pairing no. never thought it that was that was just Fox money being misspent and, and it's I don't have an opinion about Shannon one way or the other I just don't yeah. think about him that much yeah. I just thought that Bayless tried way too hard where he didn't have to try hard before. Yeah. It was natural with Stephen yes. A. I thought he tried too hard with Shannon. Yeah, I agree. And it, it made it fake. It was not a great pairing. No. And it I, made it phony. I, I hardly ever watched it. I, like I said, I've been amazed that for a guy who failed so badly in this format, did so well on television and has, has made just millions of dollars. Yeah. Which, and like I say, I've, I've read two or three of his books. He's a fine writer, but... Uh, don't always agree with him. Now he's reached out to Barkley about becoming the new Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so sure that's good for Charles Barkley. No. Barkley's got a great format with yes. the NBA He's got all the format he needs. Yeah. And as uh, Charlemagne, the God, said the other day, he's got like three different gigs, and at some point you just get tired of talking. Or you become overexposed yeah. and the public gets tired of you, yeah. which Stephen A has been careful about not becoming that guy because he's got the personality yeah. to be overexposed yeah. and you get tired of him. All right, we're going to take a break. It's about 45 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach of the Professor here on the fan, 107.9. Hot tub. Really? Yeah. It's Eddie Murphy. Hot tub. You need to go and just come back with a report Monday. I may go over there tomorrow afternoon and check it out. I have time. Yeah, go early before the tub gets... Uh... <laughs> you don't want to ring around the no, tub. No, no, <laughs> no, no. We're back in a minute. On the fan, 107.9.
when you've escaped the screens, the sun makes everything glow. It's your cold organic beer that tastes as perfect as nature itself. That's pure gold. Welcome back. Ten minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Appreciate Landon Forbes pointing out to us. We're live during commercials. Uh, you know, I'm so tired of, uh, of Apple, Facebook, whomever doing updates. Every time they do another update, and you probably get the thing on your, your iPhone. Oh, we got an update coming tonight. Every time they do another update, they screw up our phones and what had been the ability to turn off the external mic using the plug-in system that we have to take the feed right off the the board here is overridden and we can't do it i have to go back and mess around with my phone to get it back to where it's supposed so to be again. commercials were dog cussing oh no people. i wasn't dog cussing anybody this time but uh we have in the past <laughs> thank goodness we were we didn't have that thing going when cochran was here <laughs> We've been off the air so fast. What? It wasn't just him. It was all three of us, but he got us going. He's younger, so we mature when Doctor was around. He was a bad influence. That's what happened. And if if we'd have had that thing going, we'd have been in all kinds of trouble. Because we wouldn't have paid attention to it. That's the thing about having that that Facebook uh, live connection in here. You never know. What? Just, oh, I thought you were. I thought you were getting abused by somebody. No, no, no. Oh, I appreciate. It. There's a good story on ESPN today about the uh, diminishing value of running backs, and the fact that Zeke and Dalvin Cook and a couple other backs, who had been marquee players in the last year, two years, can't find a job. Well, they can't get a second contract. Well, or, or keep a second. Zeke's contract. case, third. Yeah. Well, he got one. He still got cut off of we it. He got a second. Yeah, he got a second one. He got a third. All that said, um, but he had a year left, and they just ate it. Yeah. They ate the money right. on it. He made his money. Yeah. But you don't make what you used to, comparatively. You don't You don't get that big second contract, which in the NFL is the real money. That's where it Because everything's so slotted around. Now, Zeke was fortunate. He was a, what, number four pick in the draft? Yeah, that's right. So he got more than the average running back got. That's right. Most of them today, nobody's going to touch you till late in the first, typically second round's where you want to find a running back. You don't want to go with the number four pick because you're, you're basically hiring somebody for five years. That's right. Where if you get an offensive tackle, you're looking 10 to 15 years. You get a quarterback, you're looking 10 to 15 years. And so it's a bad investment to get – you could say the same thing about a speed rusher. Speed rushers are having more and more trouble that second big contract. Yeah, but if I'm a speed rusher, I may be a guy that sits on first down and only play two downs of possession. But then you're not probably going to be drafted that early. Take J- Clowney. Was it Javion? Javion Clowney. Javion Clowney. He was a good combination guy. Big physical, strong guy. When he lost a step, he lost a step. Yeah. And Chase Young. Chase Young, yeah. who's had injuries. That's right. And you he recover 
from that. Um, I think those guys are going to get lumped into that running back thing as well. Whereas more and more, I think, teams look for those early first-round picks to be 10 or 15 years. That's not a running back. That's not no. a speed defensive end. No. But you can get a quarter of the that long. Well, because you, you can flip him to safety when he yeah, loses a step. But you can get 10 years out of corner yeah. if you're really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. You can get receiver last that long. Yeah. As well, long as they're not speed guys only. Tight end. Give oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's that's yeah. easy. But, but do you want to waste a first-round pick on a tight end? You know, the kid coming out of uh, Georgia next year is going to be a top five-ish, top ten yeah. pick in the draft. That's probably... I think tight ends have been creeping up. I don't they, think they have been, been getting... Yeah, they have been creeping up in the first round. And when we see the Georgia kid be that top ten pick. Yeah. But they've been slowly... Because Kelsey and those guys mean so much to those teams. I agree. Kelsey and Kittle and those guys yeah. have made the tight end position important again. Yeah. And Especially if you're a dual threat, can block and catch the football. And when we're going with younger quarterbacks... That's a great security blanket in the middle of the field that if you don't have, you're really asking quarterbacks to stand in, wait, 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 and young guys make bad decisions under duress like that. So I don't don't know, but I thought it was intriguing the flipping away from first-round draft choicing running backs, which used to be – those were the guys. I mean, you were going to get those – You're going to get – you're going to use your first-round pick or your number one pick to get an Earl Campbell, to get a O.J. Simpson, to get a... But now, you'd rather have a two-headed running back room or, you know, thunder-lightning type combination, yeah. and that's what you're looking for now. But, you know, I'm, I'm torn on this. If I'm not going to give you a good second contract, then in my mind, I'm running the legs off you for the first contract. Well, yes, that's what we're seeing. But if we're going with thunder and lightning combination running back yeah. rooms, well, then you're not really doing if, that. It, Ideally, Zeke should have been taken about the 15th, 20th pick. I agree. Run the legs off of him, move on. But when you use the fourth pick, and I know Jerry in his room thought they were close at the time. I don't know how they th- – well, of course, they had Romo. They had Romo. Yeah. yeah. They thought he was a, a, yeah. the missing piece yep, of the room. Yep. Now, Romo got hurt, and that was it. But all that said, I don't – I don't think we'll see a top five running back pick again unless it's Adrian Peterson or somebody who's just so big and strong. See, I kind of thought Bijan might have a chance to be that no. this year. Well, why not? Was it what is, was any other running back even close to no, him this year? He was the best there was, but and, and he had low mileage on yeah. him for his skill set. But he's not that big, overpowering back. You know, Saquon Barkley is closer to it than Bijan was. Right, okay. And but, he was a number one pick. Yeah. He wasn't the first pick, was he? Wasn't he like first a, or second? I thought he was the third or fourth Whatever. pick. Whatever. But he was that guy. He was he like, was a, he was like Zeke. But to me, you got to be big, bruising, withstand punishment type guy. And like I say, if I don't see an Adrian Peterson sitting there, I don't use a top five, ten pick on him. You give Adrian Peterson a second contract? I would have in his prime. Same. Here we are with Saquon Barkley now. Deadline's coming up for Barkley to either accept the franchise tag yeah. or sign a multi-year deal. Giants have offered him two at 13 a year. I don't – and that's 
for a guy who was as high a draft pick and watching Zeke get that but second they had contract. They rebuild a knee on him, didn't uh, they? I, I understand, but they think he's healthy now. Yeah. Zeke got a big second contract. I think the Giants watched the Cowboys and went, mm, oh, I think everybody watched the Cowboys. I don't want to do that. I'll give him two at 13. If he takes it, great. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll franchise him. He'll get 10 or 11 or whatever he's going to get this year, and we'll look around for a replacement next year. I think everybody watched the Cowboys, and nobody wants to put big – of course, Jerry did it emotionally. He he should have offered two at 13. Well, but you know what? Of, of the backs, Zeke had a great postseason that year. Yeah. Oh, wow. He just ate up everybody hey, in, in, in that run for Ohio State. And like I say, and he's been a splendid running back till it, it just dropped off. Yeah. Well, that's and there's the curse. Yeah. You get hit and you run that many times, yeah. you start losing a step. Yeah. In the NFL, you lose a step. You're his, average. His first three years, he was the best running back I thought in the NFL. Yeah. And he was dual threat. But you didn't get a title. Didn't get a title with him. He wasn't the missing piece. And where's the running back you get a title with? Because it's not Barkley, it's not Peterson, no. it's not Elliott, no. it's not He's Dalvin Cook. He's got to be the last piece. It's not the stud running back. You know, when we see this series on the Cowboys of the 90s, it's going to be Michael Irvin got there first, Troy got there, and then the then missing Emmett. piece was Emmett. Right. You go back, oh, old days, Dorsett was the last piece. They had everything else. Yeah. They needed, at that time, a... 1,200 yard rush. You go first, you get Billy Sims, and you got nothing else around yeah. you. You get nothing. We're out of time for today. Tomorrow, Kirk and Company. Back, Billy. Oh, dude. man. Talk about your hot tub party. <laughs> 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, right here on the fan. We're back Monday. We'll see you 5 o'clock Monday afternoon. Have a great weekend. So long, everybody.